You're listening to You've Got This, episode 42. Welcome to You've Got This, a weekly podcast for higher education professionals looking to increase their confidence and capacity for juggling the day-to-day demands of an academic life. I'm your host, Dr. Katie Linder. As an avid reader and writer, I'm thrilled that this episode of You've Got This is sponsored by Stylus Publishing, a leading independent U.S. publisher that focuses on books for teachers, administrators, and policymakers in higher education. YGT listeners receive a 20% off discount for all books purchased through the Stylus website at www.styluspub.com using code YGT20. So make sure to check out their catalog to see if you can find your next great read. In this week's episode, I'm talking about my April writing challenge. And I'm going to talk a little bit about why I did this challenge, how I was able to complete it, some of the outcomes from this challenge, and some of the lessons learned. So this challenge was something that I committed to doing in the month of April 2017. I wanted to work for an hour every day on my current book project. And I had set that project aside um, since my last December writing retreat that I completed. And I will link to some information about that in the show notes. But I really needed to get back to it. And um, so I decided April was a good month because I had very little travel and I was going to be kind of settling back in (laughs) to being at home after many kind of work trips that have been going on earlier in the year. And so um, I decided to do this hour a day challenge. A big reason for this for me was I like having routine. (laughs) I like having kind of regularity. And I also wanted to do something that felt kind of big and that felt like it was something that I could really hold myself accountable to. And um, so how I did this was I worked an hour every day, not necessarily writing the book, but definitely doing something related to the book, whether it was research or um, kind of working on different components of different chapters. I mean, there were lots of different kinds of things that I built into this. And I'll tell you a little bit more about those with my outcomes. But I also... um, give myself kind of the accountability of doing daily video updates on YouTube. And I was posting those to social media throughout the the challenge. So I will link to those in the show notes as well. And whenever I do these videos, um, this is something I also did during my December retreat. And I can also link to those videos as well. Um, The videos are not necessarily for other people. I mean, of course, it's, you know, fun if people follow along and and you want to watch my progress. And I like to share my progress in that way. But it also just really makes sure that I am keeping accountable with the work. And I'm more likely to do that if I have some kind of mechanism where I'm going to be sharing it on a regular basis. So that really serves as that mechanism for me. So let's talk about some of the outcomes. What was I able to kind of complete in this 30 hours that that I put toward my book in April? The first thing that I really focused on was scheduling a bunch of interviews with people that I wanted to profile in the book and people that I wanted to talk to about how they are professionals online as academics or higher education professionals. And there was a list of people that I was working from, several people that I, um, some of them that I knew, others that I had never talked to before and who had no idea who I was. And so I reached out in the beginning of the month to schedule those interviews and just 30 minute interviews. And I was able to get 14 of those interviews scheduled. And by the end of the month, I was able to get 10 of them completed. So about five hours of my month went to these 30-minute conversations with people. And then I was also able to draft five of those profiles. So I still have several left to go, but I really was able to kind of make some headway there. And that, that was really good. This is an aspect of the book that I'm really excited about. 
The other thing that I really focused on this month was trying to chip away at some chapter drafts that were getting close to being done, but were not done and had little pieces that needed to be um, completed or you know layers of things that needed to be added in. And I was able to bring five of my chapters to a point where I feel like they are complete. Um, I, they may not be done, but they have kind of complete drafts that I can work with at this point. So I was able to do that with five of my chapters. There was also quite a bit of my time this month spent on reading. I had a backlog of books, a big pile that I was trying to get through, thinking about you know how I was going to incorporate these books into the manuscript. And so I kind of started chipping away at those. And throughout the month, I was able to get eight books read during this time as well. And um, I wasn't always reading every single word of the books, but for many of them, I was. I really needed to know the content and what was going to be workable for the manuscript and what wasn't. So I got eight of those books read. And then the other thing I worked on, which was really fun, is I started my acknowledgement section of the book. And I love working on the acknowledgements because there's just so many people to thank when you're working on a project like this. Um, so this was something that I also uh, pulled in and was able to, to get that going as well. Now, one thing I feel like I, I should say is that even though I was kind of hoping that my one hour a day would turn into more, you know, like especially on the weekends that I would really be able to buckle down and get down a, a few hours of writing done, this was actually something that was really rare. Um, and I ended up really sticking to that one hour a day because I always had a lot of other things I had to do as well. So the outcomes from this challenge are really based on 30 hours of work, maybe a little bit more, but not much more. So in those 30 hours, I read eight books, completed five chapters that were partially written but needed to be taken to completion, scheduled 14 profiles, completed those 10 of those 14 profiles, 10 conversations, and then drafted up what they would look like in the book for five of those. And then, of course, uh, what I've just mentioned, drafted my acknowledgments. So for 30 hours of time, I actually feel like that's a pretty good return. I'm really pleased with the amount that I was able to get done. And um, just I feel like that's a, a pretty good output for that time investment. Now, I want to shift to talking a little bit about some lessons learned um, because this is something that I, I've never done this. I've never done a challenge like this where I worked for an hour a day. And so um, I was really kind of trying to pay attention to what was working and what was not working and what assumptions had I made that maybe were not correct assumptions. So I think one of the things that I thought I'd be able to do more of was some actual writing. And um, it ended up that I mostly did that more on the weekends and wasn't really able to do it in the one-hour stints that I had during the week. Now, part of that, I think, was because I had so much desk time during the week because of my day job that I ended up wanting to do more reading um, on those days because it would allow me to, like, walk around and I could walk and read and kind of get some steps in for my 10,000 um, step-a-day step count and I couldn't do that if I was sitting at my desk. And so because I've committed myself to some of these daily goals, I found myself wanting to read more on the weekdays because I had just been sitting at my desk all day. And it allowed me to get on the treadmill or just, you know, walk a little bit while I was reading these books. Um, so that was an interesting thing that I wasn't necessarily planning to do a lot of reading during this month. But being able to get through those eight books was really um, helpful. And I'm really glad that I did it. 
The other thing that I really came to realize was the importance of scheduling in this one hour. And even if it meant doing a couple half an hour increments throughout the day, maybe a half an hour before I started work and then a half an hour at the end of the day or a half an hour over my lunch break, I wasn't always able to do the full hour at one time. But I definitely would look at my day ahead of time and try to figure out when was it that I needed to do this hour to make sure it got done. And for example, during this month, my partner's birthday was during this month. So I I got up really early and got in my hour so that I wouldn't have to worry about it, you know, throughout the day. And then when he got up, we could just spend the day celebrating his birthday. So um, scheduling it in and really thinking ahead of time about when to complete these hours was really important. Um, It was also really important that my partner was on board with this project and he knew that I really wanted to do it. Um, And like my writing retreat was super supportive. And so when I got home at the end of the day and had to go right up, you know, to my office to work on this for an hour, um, he was totally fine with that and understood that this was a shorter term commitment that I was making for the month of April and um, was really good about just letting me do the work. So having your family understand what you're trying to do and, you know, celebrate with you as you're working on it is is really important. The other thing I think that is important to note and a big lesson for me was that my schedule changed um, from kind of my typical schedule during this month. For example, I am not used to working in the evenings. It's not my choice to work in the evenings. It's not my preference. And typically, I take evenings completely off. And there were several evenings during April's challenge where I had to work after I got home from work to complete the hour for the day. And um, that was hard. Uh, It was not something that I was used to doing. And there were definitely days where I didn't want to do it and um, just kind of made myself do it anyway. So that's something that I guess I wasn't really prepared for. I thought I was going to be able to do a lot more early mornings, and it just ended up not working out because of other commitments that I had earlier in the day. So um, that was something that was kind of an interesting lesson. And then I think the other lesson, which is something that I've known um, about myself for a while, but it definitely applied to this challenge, is it's really useful for me to have accountability. And the videos that I created really served in that way. Um, I felt like I did not want to miss one. You know, I wanted to make sure that I was updating people about what I was doing each day. And I ended up posting out those videos to Twitter and Facebook and sometimes to Instagram as well. And they got some views throughout the month, but that really wasn't the point. It was really to make sure that I had a record of what I was doing. Now, the other way that I held myself accountable is as I was working, I was kind of writing down what were like my small wins. So I was, you know, tallying the books that I was reading and I was keeping track of the appointments that I was scheduling for the profiles. And I think that the other thing that I kind of learned through this process is if you don't do that, you can get to the end of a period like this and think, well, I really didn't do all that much. You know, like it doesn't feel like a lot was completed. But when I look at what I tallied and the numbers of the things that came out of this project, it was actually quite a bit for 30 hours. And I think if I hadn't been writing it down and really tracking it and logging it through my video updates, I would have felt like it was not as successful as it really was. So I think that's another thing is that we don't always... um, have a realistic understanding of our work. And I think it can go both ways. We can underestimate what we're doing or we can overestimate what we're doing. But in this case, for projects like this, I think the tendency for me is to underestimate and to feel like I didn't do enough. And when I look at the actual numbers, I actually feel really satisfied with what I was able to do over these 30 hours. 
So I'm really curious to know if you have ever done a challenge like this or if you're thinking about doing a challenge like this. Like my December retreat, I felt like this was completely worth it. I loved um, being able to dive back into the book and just to talk with people. The profiles were great. I mean, it was really great to have conversations um, throughout the month with people who are thinking about these issues. And it ended up really spurring me on to um, taking another week vacation in May where I'm going to be doing another 10-day retreat to work on this book and some other projects. So um, looking forward to that. And this was really kind of just what I needed to get back into the book. So I'm happy to answer additional questions about it. Uh, and again, would love to hear about your experiences. Thanks so much for checking in with this week's YGT episode. I'm Katie Linder, and I'll be back next week with another new episode. Thanks for listening. Show notes and transcripts for each episode of You've Got This can be found at YGT for You've Got This podcast.com. That's ygtpodcast.com. Don't forget that if you're looking for a good book, this episode of You've Got This is sponsored by Stylus Publishing, a leading independent U.S. publisher that focuses on books for teachers, administrators, and policymakers in higher education. YGT listeners receive a 20% off discount for books purchased through the Stylus website at www.styluspub.com using code YGT20. To comment on today's show, suggest a topic for me to discuss, or ask a question that could be featured in a future episode, connect with me on Twitter at Katie double underscore Linder or at YGT underscore podcast or by emailing feedback at YGTpodcast.com. You can also hear from me each week on the Research in Action podcast, available in iTunes, and via my Learn Like a Boss weekly email newsletter. Subscribe to this newsletter at katielinder.work to receive an essay focused on topics like productivity, resilience, and what it means to learn like it's your job delivered directly to your inbox each week. If you find that you've got this podcast to be a helpful resource, please consider leaving the show a review in iTunes. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And tell your friends and colleagues, the best promotion for the show is definitely word of mouth. If you want to learn more about my work and projects or how to hire me as a consultant, workshop facilitator, or speaker, visit my website, katielinder.work. Thanks for listening.